Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Easy Sports Podcast. It is Sunday, December 1st, which mm-hmm. means, as I just discovered about <laughs> 30 seconds ago, my rent is due. Emma, is your rent due? <laughs> sure is, but I have... Ra- let talk about rent. Yeah, so I have like an auto-pay situation okay. set up, which yeah. means that I uh, don't forget. Right. I think that's actually a mine set up, too. Oh. I have to double-check that. Check your bank account. Yeah, that's we'll do that after do. the show. <laughs> I don't think they'd be prefer me going through my account right now going, well, I don't see a withdrawal, but maybe. Um, you don't see any withdrawals in your account? It's just like 700 deposits. <laughs> I wouldn't complain. Is that how your company pays people? It's just like one cent deposits. Sporadic deposits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, would, I would appreciate that. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Honestly, I think I'd like that better than one like big check. They just paid you. Like, Give me like four small checks. <laughs> like if each one of my checks came in the amount of like $10. <laughs> <laughs> you never get like your full amount. I don't know. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> good way to look at it. That's a good way to live, I think. Right. Exactly. It's always on the edge of your seat. It's payday. My phone's just blowing up. <laughs> I get a notification every time there's a deposit. Oh my gosh. Your phone just shuts down after a while. Yeah. Quits on us. Anyway, uh, we are anyway, both... welcome back. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. We are both still migrating our way out of our Thanksgiving comas. Um, I, I Some more than others. I overate completely. <laughs> <laughs> I just... There was so much food. It, it was it was bad. What did you have? Uh, we... So, the big, the big winners, stuffing... Sure. Mom makes killer stuffing. I believe it. Obviously turkey. Uh, the cranberry sauce, unbelievable. Um, and then scalloped mashed potatoes. Nice. Wh- or scalloped potatoes, which were just, poof. I was out. <laughs> I was out like a light. That's All awesome. the carbs, but I was done, though. It was, yeah. If you, if you aren't passed out by like 3 o'clock on Thanksgiving Day, you've clearly done things wrong. I mean, yes. I'm glad you agree. You're right. Because like, like we eat, we always eat at like two. Right. And so it's like a 20 minute ish, like actual dinner. And then we all take a collective nap. <laughs> yeah. You put on that, whatever afternoon game is going on. Exactly. And, and you just, cause usually, I mean, it was like Cowboys bills this time. And yeah. frankly, I could have cared less about that game. Um, so you just sort of put it on and knock out. Yeah. I woke up to the Bills beating the Cowboys. It was like waking up from a great dream. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, it's amazing. Josh Allen, he's my he's my Thanksgiving Day hero. Um, the only thing I, I let before we go actually go into sports, mm-hmm. why is it that Thanksgiving is the only holiday where we eat dinner at like 2, two? o'clock? I have no idea. We're like 2 o'clock, time for dinner, everyone. And it's pie. the weirdest thing. Enjoy. Like that doesn't, yeah. it makes no sense. When... Was the precedent sent that we started eating? We were all at two o'clock. We ate at two. We were absolutely stuffed. We didn't have like obviously another like dinner at like six. Right. So we were all starving at ten. We're all like eating leftovers at ten o'clock. I was like, this is not the right way to do things. Exactly. It's it's confusing and weird. It, it, 
I don't understand why we do it. I don't know where that came from and why it's not just like some people that do it. Everyone does it. Yeah. Who set that rule? I saw uh, somebody tweeted out that it was like a picture of their plate and they said, oh, y'all still waiting or something like that. And somebody said, you know, if the dinner's ready at 9 a.m., it's terrible. And I was like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. I had friends who I was texting with some people about their like Thanksgiving, checking in. I hope everything's going well. And then they were like, yeah, we just finished eating. I was like, it's 11 a.m. That turkey's dry as hell. What do you mean you just finished eating? There's you know, no way. You know that turkey's atrocious. Oh, yeah. What did you start cooking at 3? Like, <laughs> like 3 a.m., time to get dinner going. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. It, it's so weird, but oh, I guess with that, I also have to bring up my, my lost bet. <laughs> I was so happy. Um, If you didn't tune into the last episode, I made a bet with my buddy Sean. Big Chicago Bears fan, as you guys probably know. By this point, I'm a big Detroit Lions fan. We bet on the Thanksgiving Day game uh, between the Bears and the Lions. And loser... Which, ha- which I just have to say one more time. Go I have ahead. to clown you for this. Yeah. Because this is the dumbest bet you've ever made. Okay. <laughs> there was yeah. never a chance. No, hear me out. Hear me no, out. No, absolutely Stafford not. Stafford was supposed to come back. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to come back. You fool. When has the Lions ever done something right? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Stafford was supposed to come back. I was like, okay, well, Stafford at home on Thanksgiving. And he's going to play the Bears. The Bears offense sucks. All they have to do is outscore him. And Stafford coming back off of injury, off of rest. I like Usually pretty good. Can I say I like that your logic here is all they have to do is outscore him because that's how everyone wins every single game ever. Well, listen. You just have to score more points. That's all we have to do. Yeah. (laughs) That's the long and the short of it. Um, But I I was more from the perspective of like, hey, this won't – if he's there, it's not going to be a defensive game. and I don't have to worry about the Bears offense taking over and doing whatever. And, yeah, he didn't come back. So, David Blau was the quarterback. Played great for, like, the first three drives and then disappeared. Oh, yeah, he sounds awesome. Um, He's a undrafted free agent signing from Purdue. Mm. Um, So, that's sweet. And, yeah, Lions lost. So, now I get the great, great pleasure of getting my legs waxed (laughs) from my ankle to my knee. That's it? That's what? it. That excuse you. <laughs> what do you mean, excuse me? How? You gotta go full leg. No, that's gonna hurt so much. That pussy. is already so much wax. <laughs> I didn't realize how much it was actually gonna take till my sister no, was so outlining much. it for me, going, This so she goes, much. This is gonna take forever. Yeah. Like this is gonna take a long time. You are gonna be uncomfortable for a long time. Yeah. And so there's a line of people who have volunteered to wax my legs, uh-huh. such as you, who said you wanted <laughs> to pull a strip. Caitlin said she wanted to pull a strip. Sean gets to pull a strip since he, he Sean won. Sean should get to pull most of the strips, I think. I, I, I think he's that's how this is going to wind up yeah. working out. So he'll get to, he'll get to pull most of them. Uh, Gracie's going to lay all of them. Perfect. So she's and gonna I'm gonna record up. this. You uh, for the podcast. Our, fr- our friend Lily's gonna record it as well. So 
I'll basic, bring my tripod. Basically, <laughs> we'll <have a> <laughs> what was fun- going around in our group chats was we're going to turn this into kind of like a gender reveal party sort of situation oh, and make no. it really fun, like make it a whole event. So they're going to make my leg waxing, my punishment, basically an entire event. Um, I like and this. I can't wait for the creative bet that I'm going to pull over Sean's eyes to get back at him for this. No. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> but uh, I don't think so. I mean, he can if he wants. Uh. <laughs> um, but I, I cannot wait for the creative bet that I'm going to pull over Sean's eyes mm. to... I don't know. Something with getting his armpits waxed. Because I feel like that one would hurt too. It's a lot of waxing going around right now. It's not nearly as bad, I wouldn't think. I've heard it's more pain. I was talking, so I was talking to some coworkers when this all. But it's a lot less time. It might be more painful, but it's like yeah, a few seconds and you're done. I don't know. Yours is like at least an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be such a long time. Well, so I was talking to one of my coworkers and she she goes, so what was your bet again? And like, what, what was the payout? I was like, it's not money. And I told her what it is. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, no, Zach. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, and I was like, what? Well, what do you mean? She goes, that's going to hurt a lot. This was, I want to tell everyone right now that you first told me about this bet off air. And I didn't stop laughing for like 10 minutes. And you were very confused about why I thought this was so funny. And I said, just talk to some more women. <laughs> <laughs> I did, and I, I I took your advi- I heeded your advice for once, and for once. and went out and talked to a bunch of my female friends and coworkers, and was like asking them about this, which is a really weird conversation that I didn't think I was going to be. Asking and it's an incredibly about. weird thing, which is also why I told you to ask more people because it's so weird. I, I so I also didn't realize how bringing this up would lead so many people to go, "Well, can I see your legs?" So that they could get a perspective <laughs> on how much hair was on my legs. And almost every single time people went. <sighs> Yikes. Because if it's not that much, it's mostly just fine. Right. But if it's a lot. <laughs> oh. You've seen my legs. I have. <laughs> it's going to hurt. It's going to be awful. <laughs> um, so, yes, that'll be a whole event. Emma will be sure to post, share. Oh, absolutely. Everything. Um, I'm going to get the first, I think I'll get the first strip. Mm. At least the one that I do is going to be on video. Of course. So that we can show this to the public. I think you need the first strip and at least the one you do. Yeah. Because those are the. Those are two good ones. The two most important. And then maybe the last one where you just have tears streaming down your face. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be awesome. I'm probably just going to get drink. I'll just probably just drink a bunch before it. Although I was talking to one of them, she's like, "If you drink before it, it's, it's going to be hurt worse." worse. Yeah, and I was like, "I don't. No, what logic worse. is that?" It's worse. I promise. <sighs> you know anybody with like a prescription painkiller? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Zach's now asking me to traffic drugs on air. <laughs> um, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> you should. Be. I've had like a. Str- I had a stress dream about it where it just. <laughs> It's just horrible. Um, what you and I get stress dreams about are shockingly different. Well, so like we were, I was like, how much is this going to hurt? And then I had like, like Gracie plucked one hair yeah. off and one hair. it hurt. Yep. It was not, I was like, that's, I was like, okay. Cause it wasn't terrible. I was like, if you just had to do a couple of that, like I can handle that. Yeah. But I was thinking about it. And I'm like, if that's what one felt like, what are all of them at the same time going to feel like? The same time is the key. Oh, oh well. 
Um, your legs are be so red. I know. I can't believe you're just doing it to your thigh. To my calf. Or to your knee. Ankle yeah. to knee. I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, let's let's be honest. We're not going any higher up than that at a, <laughs> at a party. <laughs> it's just me like sitting in like like a I don't know. I'd have to sit in like a speedo to get all the way up. Zach's in a speedo and stirrups <laughs> <laughs> with boots and spurs. Oh, nice! That's a look. It's a look. Go to the beach with that. Ooh, see, yeah. see the responses. <laughs> I, I'm sure it'd be overwhelmingly positive. Um. <laughs> People are hiding their kids. <laughs> I wouldn't blame them. Um, the bad man's gone. <laughs> <laughs> this I will. Br- I do want to bring up one thing. The Lions quarterback situation is now a complete disaster. David Blau is the starting quarterback. Jeff Driscoll has gone to IR, and they just signed a dude from the Cardinals practice squad. Just go get Kaepernick. Yeah. Please. Yeah. For the love of God, <laughs> Stafford's done. Jeff Driscoll, not the future. David Blau, definitely not the future. Like, I, I don't know who this guy off the Cardinals practice squad is, but he was on the Cardinals practice squad, so I'm going to guess he's not the future either. Go get Kaepernick. So we have someone at least competent. We don't know how long Stafford is going to be out. This is just me pleading at this point. We don't know how long Stafford will be out with a – broken bones in his back so please 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 but with that being said on this episode of the easy sports podcast we got a lot of good content what are you you need to pause it for me to tell you because i can't say it on air we'll talk after (laughs) um on this episode of the easy sports i'm just so curious now you need to pause it (laughs) i'm not gonna say it on air (laughs) but it's not good (laughs) we'll be right back and we're back after that. <laughs> Brief intermission. Interesting development. Um, that's all we'll say about that. Yeah, that's all we'll say about that. Um, on this episode, we got a lot. Of, I, I mean, it's college football. It's college football season. It's really the big marquee thing that's happening right now. But three stories that we're going to cover from this weekend. Kansas Baylor, Michigan, Ohio State, a.k.a. the game, and then the Iron Bowl between Auburn and Alabama. One of those had an outcome I was happy about. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so we'll start with Kansas and Baylor. Um, complete. This this game kind of broke my heart a little bit for them. Yeah, it was just kind of like there's there's one point where you're like, oh, haha, I expect it, and there's another where it's just really sad, right. and I feel like we hit really sad. We did it. I mean, the final score was sixty-one to six. If you didn't see Couldn't the game, even get the extra point. <laughs> it was. Or was uh, it two field goals? Uh, no, it was a touchdown. Aha! Good way to go, Liam Jones. Um, it was sixty-one to six. Baylor beat us at home. Last game for our seniors, Carter Stanley, who's had a pretty good season. Very solid, I think. He went thirteen of twenty-six for ninety-two yards and three interceptions. Puka Williams had 22 carries for 97 yards. Andrew Parchment had God. five receptions for 41 yards and a touchdown. Those were our leading scores. The box score went like this mm. from the first quarter on. Mm-hmm. 21-13, 14-13. And then zero for us, or for Kansas, 0-0, 6-0. It was a complete beatdown. Sure. 
for the entire game. <laughs> I mean, it, for, from the pretty much the opening drive where we were unable to convert and score any points whatsoever, this game was a complete disaster. Um, I, I want to talk about a silver lining. Okay. So uh, I saw this on Fog.net, uh, but somebody said that Carter Stanley in, I think he said this in a press conference or whatever. He was talking about he got choked up anyway. He threw his third interception of the game, and he ran over to the sidelines, and he told Les Miles and Brent Deerman that he wanted to be pulled for Manny Miles. He said Manny is also a fifth-year senior, and he really just wanted him to get in some, uh, some more snaps, like it's his last game too. And I just think that is, like, the coolest thing. Yeah. Because he's also, Manny, obviously, coach's son. I just think that's really, really cool. I love Carter Stanley now. I do, too. I think it's a, it's a tremendous story. It's, it's really, it shows a lot about his character that he was willing to do that and step out of the game and know that, hey, this isn't, uh, it's not his time. Yeah. You know, and it, that's fine. That's fine to admit that. That's fine to let someone else take take a spin at it. Let him have those last couple of drives. Manny's actually the one that threw the la- the touchdown pass. My heart. So if you didn't see that, which based off that reaction, no, I didn't. Um, yes, Manny threw the touchdown pass after he rolled out and evaded some defenders. Pretty cool. Pretty cool play. Um, he threw it into like quad coverage too, oh, God. <laughs> and somehow Parchment came down with that. So. Um, yeah, no, it shows a lot about his character. I I watched Les Miles' press conference on this game. And the thing that stuck with me most watching it was he talked about how uncharacteristic this game was and how this game is not indicative of the kind of team that we had and the kind of people that were on the team and the kind of capability that the team had. Yeah. And I think that's that's a very powerful sentiment in that you can tell, for one, he believed in these guys 100% full-heartedly. Yeah. He he did reference the turnovers. He talked about how you can't turn over the ball as much as they turned it over and expect to win a football game, which, I mean, yeah, that's just true. You cannot turn the ball. I mean, it, it felt like, for a long time, it felt like Kansas just couldn't hang on to the ball. Yeah. Um, the three interceptions by Carter Stanley, obviously an issue. Uh, we had six total turnovers, though. Yeah, that's not ideal. And so it, the problems came from, rooted from that. But I think it was powerful, and he, he you could tell he definitely had a lot of care and respect for the seniors that were on this team and was upset that they couldn't go out with something better. But I, I think At least we got a few wins under our belt. Right. Looking to next season. Right. I'm excited about next season. The work starts now. Yeah. It doesn't start tomorrow. It doesn't start in a couple months. And he seemed to have that same mindset. The work starts now. Um, but I, I did think that was very powerful of him to talk about his seniors in that way and the game in that way. Um, and, and you could tell he, you know, he doesn't like losing. No one likes losing. But he especially doesn't like losing like that. Where you essentially just handed the game to them and said... He's an incredibly competitive guy. Of course he doesn't like losing like that. He also did say that kind of a loss is uncharacteristic of my teams. Right. Um, Which Which is just true. Which is just true. He felt you could feel a little heat behind that. But just a crappy way for them to go out. 
but start of something new. He did also say that you will look back and say these seniors were the groundwork for what is to come. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, let, let's transition off of them from one game that hurt me. From one brutal heartbreak to another. <laughs> Michigan, Ohio State. I have a hard time even getting upset about these games anymore. It's this, you know what I'm going to equate it to? How I am with the Chiefs. Okay. I've been hurt so many times <laughs> that I'm just not even pissed anymore. Right. Yeah. It, it, I, 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 they can't beat Ohio State. Right. They can't. Like physically, mentally <laughs> incapable of beating Ohio State. And I, I, for a long time, was a believer. Give it time, give it time, give it time. Held out hope. I'm done holding out hope. They can't beat them. Watch, they'll beat them next year. <laughs> sure, fine. If they beat that Ohio State at the horseshoe next year, that would be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I've completely lost all faith that that program under Jim Harbaugh is going to beat Ohio State. I think... And I hope I am not right on this, but I think Harbaugh's done. Yeah, I like. I, I think he's fired. Is what I mean by that. I think they're gonna fire him. Yeah, I really hope they don't because I like Harbaugh a lot. But I think he's probably probably gotta go. I. It's just infuriating because no matter what side of the ball you look at, it just feels like Ohio State is the better athletes the entire time, and you sure. know that's not fundamentally true right of course not it can't be right you you when you have a team like michigan michigan ohio state are always in the top of recruiting classes in the nation they're always usually top five teams right every single year there is no reason with the talent that is on the roster that they should be losing games like this to ohio state the last two games ohio state has hung 60 plus and I can't remember what the score of last year's game was it was over 60 but this year they hung 56 on Michigan yeah that's brutal against all other opponents Harbaugh only averages allowing 14 points a game yeah so it's like something it, it's not just that Ohio State is that much better like there has to be something else happening and it's <gasps> not that <gasps> witchcraft 2.0 <laughs> well <laughs> And it's not that they're un- threw you off, didn't it? It did throw me <laughs> off. And it's not that they're unbeatable either. No, of course Teams not. have beaten them. Teams have close games with them. It is Michigan who is incapable of doing that. Right. The only close game that they've had was in 2016 on what I'm going to say was a blown call on a fourth and one where they definitely sure. stopped him. They said he got a first down, then Ohio State the next play won the game. But from that point on... They, it hasn't even looked close. They're getting blown off the field every single time they play them. And it, it's... It's kind of embarrassing. It is completely embarrassing. And it's all about inefficiencies. Like, everywhere you look, if you look across the stat line, it is inefficiency. Let's just look at the quarterbacks real quick. Justin Fields, Ohio State's quarterback. 14 of 25, 302 yards, four touchdown passes. Very efficient game. Mm-hmm. Shea Patterson, 18 of 43. Ooh. 43, almost doubled the passes that Justin Fields threw for 305 yards for only three more yards through the air. One touchdown, that's three less touchdowns and an interception. 
Yeah, that's that's horrifying. J.K. Dobbins, 31 carries, 211 yards, and four touchdowns. Couldn't stop the run. Couldn't do anything against him. He, sure. he just ran all over the defense. Haskins from Michigan, 12 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown. It, it, it's complete inefficiency across the board. It's not even, frankly, comparable. No. <laughs> because... Ohio State's plays everything that they were throwing at us. Like if you watch that game, every big play connected for them. Mm-hmm. They they went every single quarter scoring two touchdowns at least. It's a joke. And it's a bad one. <laughs> like a very very bad joke. I'm so tired of seeing them beat up on Michigan. I'm so tired of I'm just sad for you, honestly, for you and the rest of Michigan fans. Because even, like, I would consider myself, like, a half a Michigan fan where I'm, like, I'm going to root for him, but I'm not, like, freaking out. And it's, like, sad for me because I knew going into that game we were going to lose. Yeah. And so I'm, like, I can't even imagine what the diehards are feeling. Well, it's hard, frankly, to hold out faith on them. It, it, It just, and there are points in the game where it just looks sloppy. Like, you, you fumble the ball in Ohio State territory. Shea, Shea Patterson takes his eyes off the snap, fumbles it, turns the ball over. They yeah, go down which the field. Is, yeah, just a dumb mistake. Right. It's a snap. How many of those have you taken in your life? Exactly. That's that's an avoidable error. Yeah, for and sure. And when you're playing a team like Ohio State, when you're playing a you top five have, opponent. You can't have that many unforced errors. Right. If you play Clemson, you can't do that. No, You can't anybody. do that against any of them. Like. Rutgers, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Rutgers, yeah. We're going to say you can do that a couple times. <laughs> You'll still have a chance. Um, they're not exactly a powerhouse. but Hey, don't count them out. <laughs> don't count them out. You're right. But it's errors like that where you fumble the ball, then they go down the score and uh, d- go down the field and score really quick. You turn the ball over again, they go down the field and score really quick. And now all of a sudden it's a 14-point spread on you. Right. And you're not going to come back from that. Well, and Ohio State's not going to make those errors. Right, and they didn't. Which I think is the big difference there. The efficiency and the fact that one team is making dumb mistakes and the other is not only not making them, but also capitalizing on the aforementioned mistakes. Right, and that was the problem. All day, all game was it felt like Ohio State capitalized. Running a wildcat play, a direct snap to your halfback (laughs) on a fourth in one in your own territory, and then Smart. you just get eviscerated at the line of scrimmage. Smart. Don't get anywhere. It, you're. I'm sort of at a loss with it. Yeah. Because I, I don't. You don't even know what to get mad at anymore because there's so much wrong. <laughs> yeah, you can't even be focused on one thing. Right. There's so many issues that you can't go from the perspective. Oh, if we just change this, that's a win. Because it wasn't. You have to change your quarterback. You have to change your play calling. You have to change your coverage schemes, everything. Yeah. Also. Which is also why I think Harbaugh is probably going to be fired. Because there's so many issues that you can't even, like, pick out one and say, oh, if we just had a new offensive coordinator or something. Right. Well, and they tried that this year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. New offensive coordinator. Offense looked pretty shitty the first few weeks of the season. And the offense is not – I mean, they've looked better. They've looked more efficient. Hard to look worse. Hard to look worse. <laughs> but going back and playing Ohio State again, 
Because frankly, it doesn't matter if you can score 50 points on Maryland or 80 points on Rutgers or whatever. It doesn't matter. If you can't do it against an Ohio State, Everyone's going to see you as a joke. Right. And that's why, like, a lot of people, they took the Notre Dame game. They said, they stomped Notre Dame. What a great game. It was a great game. It was a great game. That's awesome. You beat Notre Dame. But what are people going to remember? Exactly. Also, when truly was the last time we looked at Notre, Notre Dame and everything they did and viewed them as a national contender? Yeah, it's been a while. It, like, I get there... They're frankly the most overranked team every single year. And I would argue that Michigan's in that conversation as well because they are not a top five team. They're not a top 10 team. They are a complete joke right now. And and that is really, it might feel harsh to say about a top 25 team that they're a joke because there are a lot of programs that would love to be in that position. But if you are the winningest program of all time, your expect and your expectation is to beat your rival, and you've only done it once in your last. I think it's now sixteen tries. Ooh, you're one for sixteen. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you, Kansas, Michigan, who wins? <laughs> Boy, it's a nail biter. It's a toss up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say though, they would uh, treat us the way they treat Rutgers. Probably fair. Probably fair. But R.I.P. It, it's super unfortunate because they just feel like a joke. Yeah. It's hard to watch. Right. And, and as much as people say it's one game, yeah, it's one game, but it's also the game. Yeah. Your whole season cannot it, matter if you lose The whole season this game. leads up to that game. Right. As it always has done. Yep. You can be undefeated going into that game. And if you lose it, Michigan fans are going to feel like it's a lost season. Is that fair? Probably not. But it's the expectations standard. So transitioning let's go unless you have any more hatred you want to spew no i'm good i (laughs) feel feel cleansed of that uh week 15 ap poll should we go through it knock yourself out all right so we have uh 10 wisconsin nine alabama eight i never thought i'd say that it's so bizarre eight baylor seven florida six oklahoma five utah four georgia three clemson two ohio state and one lsu Who were five and six? One more time. Uh, five Utah, six Oklahoma. I like it. I like it too. I like it a lot. I I, I would love to see Utah climb into that top four. <laughs> I genuinely. Would, who would you switch Utah with? Georgia. Georgia. Damn. That defense is unreal. I mean, they are so good. And I haven't done – I can't say that I've watched a ton of Utah football this year, but they they look pretty damn good when they're on the field. Yeah. Um, I just love the fact – every time I've seen them, they look great. I just love the fact that Alabama is out of the top five in the AP poll for the first time in over 1,485 days. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is <laughs> – Actually, that, that that brings up a great conversation. Let's talk about the Iron Bowl real quick. Sure. I've never seen Saban have a bigger meltdown on the sideline after a game than after that game. Yeah. He was a wreck. If you didn't watch the game, absolutely outstanding game. 48-45 Auburn. War Eagle. 
48, 45 Auburn. That is a great, that is a great sentence. <laughs> that, that just made me so happy right now saying that Auburn beat Alabama. Um, it was so much fun. Auburn's defense, frankly, won that game. Bo Nix looked oh, all right. He was 15 to 30 for 173 yards and a touchdown. So not great. Right. But Auburn's defense had two pick sixes, which really, I think that was the catalyst for it. And Alabama looked so sloppy. <laughs> like, they lost that game on an illegal substitution penalty. Oh, that's so bad. That's how they lost the game. That's so bad. It was fourth and four, <laughs> and they lost on an illegal substitution, five-yard penalty, game over. That's so brutal. I've never seen Saban freak out more in my entire life, and Alabama fans... Uh, we're not happy. Should I play the audio? I yes, you absolutely should. All right. Trigger so, warning for curse words. <laughs> trigger warning. Quite oh a yeah, lot. we never swear. <laughs> Quite a lot. That's the joke, Zachary. Um, th- this is this is how I imagine most of the state of Alabama felt. So there's that. It, it goes on. It goes on. There's like another 40 seconds of that, but I felt like I shouldn't subject you guys to that. That is an Alabama fan freaking out in her chair after they missed their uh, their ga- potentially game-tying field goal. Right. Um, <laughs> absolutely having a meltdown. My favorite bit of that video was she's holding a beer, and she goes, I need a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Which I want to take credit for because I pointed that out. Yeah. <laughs> she literally, she's holding a beer and the, like, like the coaster is an Alabama like jersey on the beer. And she just looks at her husband. She goes, I need a beer. And he goes, okay. And he like <laughs> runs and gets one for her. Terrified of her mm-hmm. as I would be. Um, no, she, it, it was unbelievable. They had more. That was the most penalties they've ever had in a game under Nick Saban. They had 14. That is so many. I mean, it was, frankly, should they have won that game? Probably. Did they give that game away? Probably. Probably. (laughs) But you need to put that. So Emma just sent me a tweet real quick, and it said Alabama has remodeled their football stadium, and it's now like three uprights it's lining five. or five uprights lining the end zone so the <laughs> kicker can't miss. Um, but uh, Sorry, I, I literally just searched Alabama into Twitter just to see what happened. Oh, complete disaster. It's incredible. Their fans. Oh, there's a few fire savings. Yeah, that's. Those are my favorite. This is right up there with the Duke fans after they lost um, their game to Stephen F. Austin, where everyone, fire Saban. Oh, we have to talk about that, too. He's done. Fire him. Fire him. Fire him. Fire him. Like, up there with those Duke fans who were like, fire Coach K. And then these are the worst players we've ever had. Yeah. It's stupid. But I want to say how just obscenely happy I was. Watching Alabama lose? No, watching Duke lose. (laughs) 
and here's the thing everybody was like oh you know like why do people get this happy when duke loses people aren't this happy when ku or kentucky or the other blue bloods lose i would beg to differ here's why because certain national sports coverage organizations jerk off duke constantly (laughs) i think that's putting it generously it's infuriating as a fan of any other team to watch them just be like oh duke's the greatest zion williams next coming and like it's oh my god it's so frustrating to watch so that's why we're overjoyed (laughs) yeah that's why i there is a complete oversaturation of some schools in the media. Duke, Alabama are two great examples. So when you see the two of them lose, and in the same week... Everyone's happy. You're very happy. I'm a big... Like, I love Auburn. Only because I know they play Alabama every year. Uh-huh. And I know they have a chance to beat Alabama every year. For the same reason I love LSU so much. Because yeah. I'm like, they have a chance to beat Alabama. I don't particularly have any care for those schools outside of those games. I just, you know what? I like LSU's environment. Seems very, very cool. Like, I really want to go to a football game just once down there just to see what that chaos is like. Absolute bucket list to go to um, Death Valley and check out a game there. I think it would be so much fun. I think it would, ah, let the band play, Nack. (laughs) <laughs> Let him play that. If you don't know what that is, you should look that up. Um, <laughs> probably not at work if you're at work right now. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but if you're on your commute, also don't text and drive. But do it when you're in the parking lot. <laughs> See keep, that goes. I'm going to stay silent. <laughs> um, but just just so good that that was the way I capped my day. <laughs> was watching Auburn beat Alabama. Josh and I both texted each other at the same exact time saying he missed when he missed the final field goal. (laughs) And so, just unreal. I'm so happy. I also like – sorry, you could finish. Well, I was just going to say, knowing that now they will not be in the college football playoff, perfect. (laughs) Art. Absolute perfection. Um, So, did you know that – Bama Auburn, the final moments was played on the LSU jumbotron. Oh, did you see the clip of the stadium erupting? That's what I'm about to play right now. Go ahead. That lasts for another twenty seconds. <laughs> and somebody commented on how it's crazy that Alabama is like Three or four teams' biggest rival. He's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, that's just, it shows you how much people absolutely hate them. Like, yeah. people really do hate them. And you could say it's, oh, they're winners, whatever. But who cares? Yeah. I, yeah. I also like this joke that I really want to take credit for, but I won't. Um, Alabama fans, we didn't have Tua, me. Yeah, you did. Too many players on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks yeah. at Lack for Nothing for that art. <laughs> God, that's awesome. <laughs> um, that's the other thing too. They didn't have Tua, but I'm sorry, your Alabama pulled together. 
yeah. if you want to talk about out. how great you are, how deep you are, how top to bottom you're the best team in college football, which a lot of their fans are definitely on that high horse, you can't immediately back off and say, well, we didn't have this player, so that's why we lost. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. But, uh, what a great week. What a what a one out of three week. <laughs> one out of three week. I mean, yeah. I would say one out of three games that I that I was really invested in went exactly how I wanted to. Yeah. But that's fair. LSU still won. So we are that much it's closer. I all I hope is that if a national championship happens and Ohio State's in it, that they're playing LSU and LSU just curb stomps them so i was just gonna ask in your ideal world who's playing in the national championship and who wins i would like to see ohio state and lsu in the national championship just because i know how much it would hurt some of my family members who are <laughs> ohio <laughs> state fans <laughs> to see them I lose know it would cause others pain <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i know they would they would definitely hate seeing Ohio State lose more in a national championship than they would in the national semifinal yeah and so I hope they get right there only to have it snatched by Joe Burrow yeah I sorry my sister just (laughs) walked in took a sip from a juice box and sat down (laughs) so her sister's in college by the way we should (laughs) should point that out she's not like four she's 18 years old how you doing maya she says she's tired wow we were really off the rails on this with that being said um we're gonna end this episode a little bit short actually no not short i just looked at the timestamp. it's because we spent 20 minutes talking about bullshit yeah yeah we tend to do that but anyway thank you so much tune in for (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us in the Easy Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at Easy Sports Pod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, be sure to rate and review on iTunes. Uh, we really appreciate seeing those. They make my day. Give me a good ego boost. That dopamine hit. I really appreciate those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with that being said, we will see you guys next time for another episode. Thanks.